Yes, it's Christmas. Or for those who don't celebrate Christmas, it's Monday. It is Monday. Hooray. We're in that weird part of the festive period now, aren't we? We're in what's known as Twixmas, if you're that sort of person, which I appear to be, which is the bit between Christmas and New Year where nothing kind of makes sense and everyone's like, should I be now anxious about going back to work? Or am I still technically enjoying the drunken drinking, eating sort of part of it? And in truth, it's a bit of both, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. And yeah, it's Monday. It's time for a we need to talk about ghosts. Of course it is. And what have we got in store for you today? Well, we have a plethora of things you'll be glad to know. We do indeed. Beck is back. Yes, I caught up with her yesterday, Boxing Day here in the UK. And I think we established the Commonwealth or the former Commonwealth. And um, we sat upstairs with the handheld. It sounds quite good, though, in truth. Done some editing, you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, and we sat there and we talked about things like ghosts and Christmas. And she, of course, told us a Reddit story. Yes, she did. And that'll be on later. It will indeed. So I hope you're all feeling okay. I hope if you are alone at Christmas, it's a shite thing, isn't it? But don't worry. It'll get better because soon Christmas will be over. All of this nonsense about people saying, hey, it's all good. It's a happy time. It's not a sad time for a lot of people. I got really emotional this Christmas. I did. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a, It's like lines in the sand, isn't it, about how old you're getting? I noticed for the first time just how old my dad was getting. It was very sad. He had like, um, I remember when my granddad was alive just before he died. This is morbid, isn't it? But he had like this scaly skin on the back of his hand. And it kind of just spread until he died. It wasn't a cancer or anything. It was just like old people's skin. Anyway, I was having a fag with me dad outside the pub that we go to on Christmas Day. And I noticed he had it, or the starts of it. And it was quite telling. Got quite emosh, as the kids say. I was emosh. But yeah, other than that, we had a good time. I hope you all did. And if you didn't, don't worry. Don't worry about it at all. Pancake Day is coming up soon, albeit a month away. And I'm sure we'll all have some fun then. But none of this is spooky, so let's get into the show proper, shall we? As is our new remit. Yes. Now, I firstly, of course, want to say thank you to all of our Patreons. You literally keep this show free and on the air for everybody. And when you go and sign up to Patreon, not only do you help the show run, you also get two extra shows each and every week. So if you like this type of shit, oh God, sorry for people with kids in the car. I'm randomly swearing. I will try and rein it in. Kids, it's not big. It's not clever. No, it's not. It's Kevin. Um... Yeah, so if you do like this sort of stuff, go over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. You get a ramble from me on a midweek, a Wednesday more or less. And on a Sunday, you get a paranormal show. Well, normally you do. It was Christmas. It was literally Boxing Day yesterday. So me and Becca just had a ramble. We did include some paranormal content. But yeah, if you like all that, go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And when you do so, not only do you get all of those extra shows, you also get me butchering your name via the medium of song. The guitar is well and truly out, and something must be happening because we have quite a few sign-ups this week. We have six, yes, that's the most in ages, so people must like it, I guess. It's Kerry Hobbs, it's Guy Bartholomew, it's Laurie Kay, it's Jenny, it's Peter B, and it's Rupert J. And this song is for you six wonderful people. Here we go. Kerry Hobbs, Guy Bartholomew, Laurie Kay, Jenny, Rupert J. Peter B, he's good to me. Oh, they're all signing up for extra show. Oh, oh, Kerry Hobbs, Guy Bartholomew, Larry K, Jenny, Rupert J. Oh, Peter B, 
it's good for me Cause they're all signing up for extra show Oh, 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 oh Ended it on a seventh My guitar was a bit low down there So you probably didn't hear it that well But I hope you liked that, Patreons Don't forget, if you like all this stuff Go to patreon.com forward slash We need to talk about ghosts Now, let's have a paranormal review, shall we? Yes, let's do a paranormal review, where I review so you don't have to. Yes, that saying doesn't work. But um, today we're going to review a book which I received for Christmas, or for Saturday, if you don't celebrate Christmas. And that book is one that a lot of people have told me they've got on their bookshelf since I posted a picture of it, and it's Hans Holzer's Ghosts. Yes, I don't think that's a full title. I think it's just Ghosts by Hans Holzer. But basically, it's a plethora of paranormal purveyance. Yes, it is. It's about, Christ, I don't know. It's a thick tome, though. It's thicker than Lord of the Rings. Let me put it that way. But the reason why I'm recommending this book, and it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's two thumbs up high in the sky, is that Hans Holzer, apparently, I didn't know too much about him. I thought I'd hear his name bandied about in Ghostbusters, maybe. But Hans Holzer is a paranormal investigator from, like, the early 1900s, I think. Pretty sure that's right. Um, and it turns out that these... I thought it was just a series, a collection of ghost stories, if you will. But it's not. And this is the fascinating part. There's, like, a hundred plus a hundred, a hundred plus investigations that he's done. And these are his investigations. And they're all... Some of them are very famous, like Amateurville and all this carry-on. But, you know... And the Wally House or the Whaley House, whatever you want to say. But when you look at them, I thought they'd just be ghost stories like, and then Jeff opened the fridge and there was maggots and stuff like that. But it's not. It's him saying, so I asked Jeff, were there maggots in the fridge? It's all first person from his perspective. And I know we got a bit, I've read, read a bit about him on other websites since getting the book. And apparently like the SPR in London, the Society for Psychical Research, they thought he was a bit of a chancer and done a bit of a disservice to the paranormal community. I don't know too much about him yet, so I don't want to label him up there with the Warrens in terms of circus and fanfare. But from what I've read so far, he's amazing. So I'm I'm only like a tenth of the way through this book, but already I'm saying go and get yourself a copy of it. It should be on every paranormal fan's bookshelf, I think. And by all accounts, it's on a lot of yours. A lot of you are coming on Instagram and saying, I've got it, got it, got it, read it, it's great, which is brilliant. I'm behind the times on this one, clearly. So yes, today's paranormal review is Ghosts by Double H, like Triple H from Wrestling, but minus a H. Hans Holzer himself, that's Triple H. Um, yeah, go and check it out, because I think it's going to be one of the best books I've ever read. Yes, it's now time for the wonderful part of the show where I, Kev Eustace, get to read out your, listener, ghost stories. Hooray, true experiences which have happened to you guys. It's my favourite time of the week. It really is. And our first email today comes in from a gentleman named Jim Montague. And he writes, Hi, Kevin. Hi, Jim. My name is Jim Montague. You can use my name if you like. I really need to get to that path first, don't I? Sorry for the pop. I've got a couple of weird stories, good, but this one I think fits best with your oeuvre. Christ, I think that's the best word we've had in a while on the show. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced oeuvre. I thought that was French for eggs, I'll be honest. It fits best with your eggs, with your French eggs. Oeuvre. Very good, Jim. I'm going to start using that. Okay, and this is Jim's email. A couple of years ago, 
my wife bought a ceramic imp mask as a wall decoration. She likes what she describes as folk horror, and at first I wasn't mad keen on it. It does look weird and creepy, but often choices of decor are not ones that I get to make. Once the mask, which was bought new from the manufacturer and not inherited from anyone or anything like that, was on the wall, some unusual things started to happen. The hot tap in the wash hand basin in the bathroom would start coming on by itself. Now this isn't hugely unusual and fluctuations in water pressure can make it happen. The televisions in both bedrooms and the living room started switching themselves off and on at random. Again, this isn't hugely unusual as they may have been upset by spurious signals either in the mains or by inadvertently pressing buttons on remote controls, though they didn't switch themselves on or off at the same time as one another and often did it in rooms that were unoccupied at the time. Here's the thing I really don't like about it. After a few days of this, in a fit of irritation, irrationality, bizarreness, I went to the imp mask and asked it to stop switching the televisions and the tap on and off. And it all stopped happening. I'm from a scientific slash technical background, and as far as I'm concerned, stories of the supernatural are just a bit of fun to listen to as I go to sleep but this does stick out in my mind as being something a bit odd. I enjoy the podcast and hope you, Becca, and the neighbour's cat are well. Jim Montague. Well, Jim, that's bloody petrifying. Sorry, but it is. And Jim has shared an image with me of the type of mask he means. I'm going to describe it to you. So picture a ceramic brown circle, okay? Then, on that, put two what I imagine are like you, is it like antelope horns? You know, like the tall, circular, not circular, tall, like spindly, windy, black ones that just go straight up. And then imagine, put them on this mask, this brown circular mask. Then just drill two eye holes in. Don't put no eyes in. And then put human teeth in for teeth. Sounds fit, doesn't it? Mmm, yummy. Please, can I wear that to my graduation, mama? Um, but yeah, it looks terrifying. And it sounds terrifying, Jim. I know you're saying it's come straight from a manufacturer, but even so, who's to say that somebody, yeah, here's a good one. Here's an example of what might have happened there. So, do you know Led Zeppelin? Of course you do. Um, the lad who lives down our road, Led, no, the band Led Zeppelin. They released an album. I can't remember which album it was, but within the groove of the disc, they done a Crowley saying, do what thou wilt, right? And there's a legend that goes that Jimmy Page, who was into the occult, wanted, knowing that these would all be bought around a similar time and therefore would all be getting played at a similar time, he was trying to do some sort of master spell where that was part of it, where the fact there would be millions of these discs turning with the Crowley saying, do what thou wilt, would be part of a spell, of a huge spell. Now, my point in saying that is those discs were all bought fresh from a manufacturer. So my point is, buying something new doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to have some sort of occult connotation, is my point. So who knows, Jim Montague, maybe your impish mask was handled by some sort of witch or some sort of wizard. That's W-H-I-Z-Z. Anyway, thank you, Jim. What a terrifying story. So our next email is entitled My Experiences with the Paranormal, and it is from a lady that we call Heather. And she writes, Kevin... Where do I begin? I don't know, Heather. Let's find out. The paranormal is my normal. Can I just say, 
I've got a t-shirt that says that. Genuinely, I'm not lying. You may have seen me wear it on Instagram and whatever else, but I have a t-shirt that says paranormal is my normal. So there you go. Literally, when someone says, oh, that could be a t-shirt, it is. Anyway, enough of my fashion choices. This is Heather's email. When I was a young girl, I woke up to find a young girl on my bed, sleeping on my legs. I shifted out from under her and walked around my bed to exit my room. She had curly blonde hair, had a long sleeve nightdress on, and appeared to be my age. I ran into my sister's room to wake her. Why I didn't run into my parents' room, whom I credit with giving me these abilities, I'll never know. After a brief exchange of misunderstanding, not a curl, a girl is in my bed. She ventured back to my room to see her. We stood in my doorway and she saw her without prompting or pointing from me. When I tried to wake this girl by shaking her shoulder, she disappeared into my blanket. Oh my lord, Heather, what on earth is that girl doing? That's terrifying. It's kind of like she's going, you're a girl, I'm a girl, I'm in a nightdress, let's have a sleepover, a supernatural sleepover, and you're like, I don't give permission. That's terrifying. Anyway, that's only the first of Heather's experiences. This is the next. A few years ago, I lived in the first floor room of a condo. I was working overnight at a local hospital. I woke up and used the restroom. When I went back to bed, I just laid out diagonally because I was tired. Five minutes later, I'm awoken by a heavy knuckle dragging against the underside of my right foot. I flip over thinking it's my roommate and I stop mid-sentence. My bedroom door was still shut and my cats were either asleep or eating across the room. Quickly, I got into bed and rubbed my foot. For several minutes, I could still feel the sensation on my foot. There we go. Now, that could be, you know, playing devil's advocate and playing Johnny Cynical Pants, because he's a person, that could be like a muscle spasm or a twitch. And if you're in that state of, you know, in between sleep and awake, then, then again, you got up to use the bathroom, didn't you? Hmm, I don't know. But I do sense that it's none of those rational things because you are, in fact, in the midst of telling me a plethora of tales. So let's continue. When I lived in a rented house by myself, I kept getting creeped out by a presence in the basement. One night, I put my voice recorder on. Out of the five hours of recording, all was heard was a male voice that sounded like he was in a cave. In the first 15 seconds, the voice said, Damn. In this house, I was awoken by what sounded like an old baseball game with the announcer Jack Buck. I bolted upright and could hear it coming from the basement. It was so loud that I was sure there was someone down there, so I tiptoed across the wooden floor and locked the basement door. I then called the police and waited outside. When they checked the house, they said they didn't find anyone. Speaking to the owner of the house, I soon learned that stuff like that was pretty common. That's terrifying. I mean, a ghostly sort of... Well, what is it? It's like commentary for a baseball game, but in the supernatural realm. That's weird, isn't it? I don't know how to explain that because... Yeah, because it's like somebody's broadcast coming in, as opposed to like Stone Tape Theory, where Jack Buck himself was in there saying, hey, let's talk about baseball in this house. I've never been here before, but maybe I'll imprint myself on the walls to be replayed at a later date. No, this seems to be like commentary that you're hearing. So maybe, here's one, maybe it was a time slip. Maybe you went back in time in the house momentarily, and somebody was watching a baseball game. You just never know. 
So here's your next tale. I tell you what, Heather, this is a great email, I do so. In college, I dropped off a friend at her house. It was a sunny day and I watched her go inside. There was a large lady in a moo-moo on the front porch. My friend had to go round her to get inside the house. I waved at the woman, but she didn't wave back. I later asked my friend about the lady I saw, and she said there wasn't anyone of that description even there, nor living at the house with her and her sister and her mum, who were all very petite women. Her mother did some research and said it was the former occupant who was deceased. She was an artist that wore moo-moos and smoked on the front porch. My first FBA, or full-body apparition, was in the daylight. Wow, that's pretty good. I'll tell you what else is good. I don't know what a moo-moo is. Um, I imagine it's some sort of large schmock, given the way you described the woman. But I've never heard of moo-moo. Apart from there's a song that used to be out by the KLF, which was all bound for moo-moo land. And I very much doubt they were talking about a place which is full of fat smocks. But you never know. Also, what's good about that story? FBA. I do love a good acronym. And I've never heard of FBA, full body apparition. Very good. We're going to use that too. We're going to add that to our oeuvre. Yes. What's for dinner, Kev? We have French eggs and schmucks. Or FBAs and oeuvres. But yeah, um, I've never heard of FBA, but I do like it. And like, I know some, like BVM, Blessed Virgin Mary. These are all from 14 times. Uh, but yeah, FBA, never heard of. But I do like it. Thank you, Heather. That's going in. Here's your next. My mum died when I was 18. One night, I heard her dragging footsteps down the hall. As soon as it stopped outside my room, I smelt a heavy chicken noodle soup smell. That was the way the hospital smelled at the time she died. I would hear her run down the hall and stop in her bedroom. I would smell that same smell constantly. My cat even smelt it. That's interesting. I'm sorry to hear about your mother. I too lost a mother at a young age such as that, and it's a... Uh, it's strange how it formates, formulates your later years and it changes you as a person, I do believe. So I'm very sad about that, but I'm intrigued by this ghostly soup smell. Yes, I am. Here's another. I tell you what, you're on fire, you, Heather. Somebody needs to put you out. Before my dad died in the hospital, I could feel his essence nearby in the corner. The paramedics brought him into the hospital and while his body was being supported by all these machines, his soul wasn't in his body anymore. This past Thanksgiving, I felt my dad and his mum in my house. It was brief, like they were just stopping by to find something. That's very nice. I like that one. Throughout the years, I've also heard ghost voices. They often wake me up, or in the case of my ex-grandma, who said, tell such and such to her daughter, I heard that message after I got off work and was headed inside my house. At the time, her mother was well and pulling through an illness. A few days later, she died from COVID. Bloody hell. I think this is the first time we've had a COVID-related death within a ghost story. That's a telling sign of the times, isn't it? Horrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, your psychic prowess seems to be very, well, very evidenced within all of these tales, Heather. So, you continue and end your email with, I live in Missouri, USA. I'm a graduate school for screenwriting. Oh, sorry, I'm in graduate school for screenwriting. I have a BFA in creative writing. I'm also a certified farm tech and a certified compound sterile prep tech. Wow, there's a lot of acronyms in here. So that just means I make IV meds for patients in a hospital setting. I'm a visual artist as well, and I'm an avid researcher in the paranormal, and I am a paranormal investigator. Very good. I appreciate your show very much, and I want everyone to know that one day we will prove that these things happen in every culture, and they are real. 
These things are complicated. These experiences are gifts, and anyone who has them should feel comforted, comforted even knowing that they are not alone. Just try not to add the Hollywood fear to these experiences and find your normal in the paranormal, as I have. Thank you, Heather. No, thank you, Heather. What an email. How wonderful is that? Um, I don't know how to encapsulate that to sign off your email, but I will say thank you very much for taking the time to write all of that out. I do believe everything that you've put down there, because why wouldn't I? It's put out, you seem like a very intelligent lady, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, does that sound patronising when a man says that? I, I've, it's just, I've in my head that I'm very conscious about offending people of late. And did that sound patronising? Because it sincerely, sincerely wasn't meant, obviously, in that way. But you do sound like a very educated woman. Um, so, yeah. you know. But uh, either way, so yeah, I've got no reason to doubt you. And I think they are all fantastic experiences. Some very heartfelt, some very scary, I'll be perfectly honest. Because I know, like, I did say that's a nice, well, you know, it's, it's nice to think that your mum came and stood outside your door and you smelled soup. In truth, though, that could be viewed as very terrifying too. I'll be honest. If I thought my mum was outside this door now, carrying a bowl of soup, I think I'd be out that window. And I'm three floors up. So let me just say how scary I would find that little exchange. But sincerely, Heather, thank you. What a wonderful email. Anywho, I know what you've all been waiting for. You want to hear Becca's voice, don't you? There's a few people probably saying, no, but you know what? You're going to, because I had the pleasure of speaking to her yesterday and getting one of her delightful Reddit corners. And that's what we're all going to have right now. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Okay, wonderful people, it's time for... Say hello, Becca. Hello, Becca. Reddit Corner with Becca. Reddit Corner with Becca. So, when's this going out? This is going out on Monday, the day after Boxing Day. It's Boxing Day today, that's why we're on the handheld, because we're both a little bit... Tired. Precious. Tired. Tired. I should be getting paid double, you know, because it's Boxing Day. Should you really? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll discuss that after this. It's unfortunate for me that double of zero is still well, zero. Well, yeah, okay, we'll pay you travel then. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, so in your good time, Becca. I just go straight into it. Go straight into it. Okay, um, welcome to Reddit Corner. I mean, you can say Happy Christmas to people if you wish. I know we've just done a Patreon, I but not, people aren't Reddit. all Patreons. Why would you say you start and then interrupt me when I start? Say Happy Christmas, please. I'll pay you, pay you quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christmas, it's Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day. I mean, happy. it's not even, it won't even be Boxing Day when we hear Okay, fair enough. Badgering me? Do your intro again. That's the way, I thought we'd get a break on it. It's an actual bank holiday, you know. It is today, it's not when they listen to this. Yeah, I'm just saying. Go on then. Honestly. Christmas misery. Slave driver? Like being with Scrooge? Work, work on Christmas. Go on, go on. Welcome to Reddit Corner. This is called Touched by a Ghost While I Was Asleep. Ooh. My apartment is haunted, or I am, because weird things have been happening to me all my life. I've seen things move on their own unnaturally, I've had things disappear and reappear. I've seen weird things, they don't scare me anymore unless I sense malice. But I had a new experience the other day that shook me to my core and I'm unable to stop thinking about it. I fell asleep on the couch while my boyfriend was asleep in bed. A few hours after falling asleep, I feel what I think is him rubbing my arm from behind the couch. That's how he wakes me up, because otherwise I startle awake and start swinging. I woke up to the arm rubs, but in that moment I didn't have the motivation to get up. I move around slightly, but ultimately I ignore him. After about 30 seconds, the arm rubs stop and I fall back asleep. The next morning, I wake up and say to my boyfriend, Sorry I didn't come to bed when you were rubbing my arm last night, I was just really comfortable. He looks at me confused and says he didn't. 
He has no history of sleepwalking. Now, the activity has been picking up so much, I thought I had someone breaking into my apartment. So I have heavy duty locks on all my doors, and that I checked before going out to the living room to relax. All the windows are locked. Now, I don't feel threatened by being touched. I think whatever it is, is not evil in any way. I talked aloud in my apartment and said, I understand you're here and I respect that, but please do not touch me while I'm sleeping. Do you think that's enough and you'll respect my wishes? I don't mind that he is here, but if he starts doing things like that while I'm sleeping, it's pretty unnerving, in my opinion. The end. Wow, so she's got like a, a touchy-feely ghost. Yeah. And she's saying, I don't mind you doing it, but... Well, I suppose she's saying you can stay here. She so doesn't mind you being here, because the presence doesn't feel bad, but she doesn't like being touched in her sleep, which seems a perfectly reasonable request. So she could have like a very shy incubus. Maybe, yeah. Well, someone's always also said, what makes you think it's a he? Um, and she said, just the way the energy feels, I'm really not sure in reality. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, a touchy feeling. So, so do you think that would work if she said to it out loud, I understand you're here and I respect that, but please don't touch me while I'm sleeping. Do you think that would work no, as a spirit? I don't think it would, because they're clearly, if they're a touchy-feely spirit, they're not just going to stop, because you know, cause they must know that they're dead. So if they know they're dead, and therefore are a ghost... Mm-hmm. Then they must be like, I can do what I want. No, I'm not going to stop. It would be interesting to see if he goes, please don't touch me. And next thing things start flying off the walls. Some sort of frustration coming out. That would be freaky. I mean, it's a bit of a rapey poltergeist, this, isn't it? So far. In my mind, anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't really want anything touching you when you're sleeping, do you? That's kind of he touches when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. It might be Santa Claus. Why would you rub her off? He's going, wake up, I've got some lovely coal in a stocking for you here. Why has she been bad? Because she's went online and told all about him. Well, you've got a difference in causation, though. He can't be saying she's bad when he's told, when she's told people about him before he got there. You've you mean, he can't me punish her by, he can't punish her for telling people he was there before he was there. That's very true, actually. What would you do if you were lying asleep like... If you were going to sleep on this couch and I was downstairs editing this episode, for example. Yeah. And you felt someone stroke your arm. What would you do? I'd say that darn neighbour's cat. Would you? Got in again. What if the neighbour's cat was over there on her one of her two chaise lounges? <laughs> um, I would obviously look to see what it was. And what if it was nothing? What if was no- My point is, what did you do if you got struck by a ghost? <laughs> I don't know. Well, sometimes you get like little twitches of things, don't you? Yeah, but you don't get long strokes, do you? No, not normally. You can have a pull in your back or like a little twitch, like an electric spark going through your shoulder, but you're not going to get stroked. Not generally, no. But what would you do if you did? I don't know. Tell me. Boxing day. It is boxing day. (laughs) So therefore, talk about the paranormal. (laughs) Such a slave driver. I know. I'm joking. Well, thank you for reading your Reddit corner today, Becca. You are welcome. What are your plans? Maybe next time you should plan better so I don't have to do this over the holidays. Well, we've got no chance of that because it's New Year's Eve. When's New Year's Eve? Next Saturday? I wouldn't bank on me doing anything New Year's Day. <laughs> I, will, I will say that now on the record. I wouldn't even... That, like, if you need it doing before then, source it before then. I will. I'll try and do it in the in the Twixmas break. I recommend you do, yeah. Yeah. New Year's Day. Because you will, will be not ripped be off. Honestly, insurers would not pay out on the damage you'll have done to yourself. Come I wouldn't do, no, I wouldn't do that much damage. But you know, it's it's again, it's another holiday. It's a bank holiday. No, what did you? What did Maybe you, I'm going to go and strike on bank holidays. No, what did you you say when we were in? We I were didn't in, say anything. You did. I didn't. Hysterical. I didn't person. say anything. We were in an, an Italian <laughs> bar, and Becca went, "I love New Year's Eve because 
It's the one night of the year <laughs> that I can get unapologetically drunk. And I was like, I just let my head I was like, were you, like what? was you not there three weeks ago when you fell over coming in at three in the morning? I didn't fall over coming in anywhere. But and you know what she said? You were like, what she, are you talking about? You let your hair down as often as you want. And I was like, no, unapologetically. Yeah, I won't apologise like, this no, time though. I was like, no, no stop making out. It's you like, never do. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Becca. I hope you have a smashing break in between Christmas and New Year. Thank you. Full, filled with lots of recording mm-hmm. in advance of your drunken states. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you. Anything you want to say in goodbye to the guys? I feel like you're making it sound like I have a problem here. It's not. It's just I like to party on New Year's Eve. She likes to party. She likes She yeah, likes to party. Party. Just on New Year's Eve. Just on, just on, just on New Year's Eve. Just or any day that ends with a Y. No. Just on New Year's mm, Eve. Okay. Well, thank you, Becca. Well, you are Interesting welcome. story of a touchy-feely ghosty there. Mm-hmm. We'll speak to you next week. And there we have it. We're at the end of yet another show. Ah, Now, if you like the show and you want to hear more, there's about 150-odd episodes over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And if not, then that's fair enough too. And we will speak to you in the new year. Oh, my God. Seven days from now is the new year. 2022. Too many twos. And also a third of 666. <gasps> Kind of, if you remove the zero. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful New Year if you celebrate. Who doesn't celebrate New Year? We kind of all have to, don't we? Well, not celebrate it, but you know what I mean. Have the best New Year that you're allowed to have. And if it's terrible, don't worry. You know, that's that's my that's a that's a that's my my great mental health message. Don't worry, bloody hell. That's why I'm not a doctor, everyone. But yeah, things will look up. I promise. Anyway. Get drunk or stay sober. Do what you want to do. Basically, that's the message. In fact, tying it back in to the oeuvre of Jimmy Page. Do what thou wilt. Okay, you wonderful people. Tatty bye. (laughs) 